This is a Federal News Network podcast. If confirmed, former Army General Lloyd Austin will be the second recently retired uniformed official in five years to hold the top position in the Pentagon. That concerns some lawmakers and military watchers who worry that could erode civilian authority in the Defense Department. Yet when it comes to granting a waiver for Austin's confirmation, it seems like at this point few senators, few senators will vote against it. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. And there's a statute, correct, Scott, that requires a retired general within seven years to have this congressional waiver before they can be confirmed? That's right. It, it takes seven years from the time you left the service until you can really work in the Pentagon or work as a defense secretary before uh, you know, you can, you're can. you allowed to be confirmed without this waiver. We saw that, that Jim Mattis, the former defense secretary back in 2016, got that waiver. And now uh, Lloyd Austin is being uh, uh, brought up again for this. What's interesting about this is Kathleen Hicks, who is uh, Joe Biden's pick to be the defense deputy defense secretary, has said she testified back at Mattis's uh, waiver hearing and said this is probably a once in a lifetime type of thing. I wouldn't expect it to happen again for another 20 plus years. And yet here we are, 2021, really less than five years since Mattis was put in, and it's happening again. And is this the second time only, or have there been others way before Mattis? There have been others. Probably one of the most famous would be George Marshall. And just for history buffs, George C. Marshall, after being chief of staff of the Army in World War II, became Secretary of State. And I don't think we've ever had a, at least until then, there had not been a general that we know of that had been made Secretary of State. Someone who definitely had a, a top of mind military sort of point of view. And he was a master logistician with the Marshall Plan on all the airlifting over to Germany after the war and wasn't afraid of Russia interference with all of that airlift. Exactly. Well, so far, the nation has gotten through those without too much trouble, although Mattis and Trump ended up not getting along too well at the end. But why does this all matter in the view of the people you spoke with? Right. Well, you know, the two there were there was a congressional hearing on this and there were two experts, the one from the Naval War College, another from the Congressional Research Service, who really said that there's a waning power of of civilian authority within the Pentagon. And that has become is because of a lot of different things. One is a lot of the furloughs that have happened with uh, civilians, uh, headquarters staff being minimized. And then also during the Trump administration, we saw 10 to 15 civilian appointees really at any point in the administration not being filled, which means that they had acting people within there, they weren't creating their own policies, and a lot of that fell to the military. Another issue really is is that you know these defense secretaries have spent their whole lives within the military and haven't really experienced any other ways of solving issues. Uh, if you look at previous defense secretaries like Leon Panetta, for example, you know he has legislative experience, uh, diploma, diplomatic experience, experience, you know, in the White House and every other uh, facet of the government. And, you know, the, the point of the Defense Department is not only to have power, but to solve problems and create sanctions that may be, uh, you know, used outside of a combat sort of situation and to solve problems before violence needs to be an answer. And that's one of the issues that uh, some people are concerned about. We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni. And so what are you hearing lawmakers saying? What's going on on Capitol Hill? What's the tone there. Is Austin going to get this anyhow? 
Yeah, well, the tone is uh, very pro-Austin, obviously, and, and the issue is not Austin himself. In fact, every senator and the uh, experts spoke very highly of his, his rank and his, uh, his work as a general. The issue really is, as I said, the, the, uh, the root of the issue and a lot of the constitutional sort of civilian power type stuff. But uh, it seems like it's really going to pass. You know, I, I think they're planning to fast track this waiver, in fact, because they want Biden to have at least someone in office uh, when he gets in there on uh, January 20th. Right now we have General Austin's confirmation hearing for January 19th, the day before inauguration. However, during this whole you know Senate hearing, almost every lawmaker said, this is something that's of great concern to me, and here's why. Uh, one of them, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, said, you know, there's a, a lack of trust right now with civilian or with uh, service members in the military and their leaders after Fort Hood and a lot of the issues they've had there. So, uh, you know, while they're 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 sort of playing at both sides, they're going to be voting for it while also saying they're concerned about it. We do have three senators who said they'd vote against it. That's Elizabeth Warren, Tammy Duckworth and Richard Blumenthal. Interesting. Three Democratic senators said they would vote against that waiver. I think the other big question about Austin is not whether the fact that he's recently or within seven years out of the military, but does his experience and his outlook make him the right person as the country and the military pivots to the great powers competition idea. Yeah, well, you know, General Austin was in charge of Central Command, which was really, you know, in charge of our past wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. Not exactly great power competition, but he definitely has, you know, the combat experience and the experience with innovation and all that sort of stuff. One of the things that's really interesting about this law with the seven years and granting the waiver is that this defense secretary, that what the the law asks of lawmakers before giving this waiver is that they have to have a unique ability. You know, there's some reason that this person is so special that we're giving, granting this exception. And the experts really put that question to the lawmakers. What makes General Austin so unique for this time? And if they can't answer that question, then maybe this waiver isn't exactly important. Now, one of the things they brought up is that uh, General Austin will be the first black defense secretary in history for the, the United States. And at a time when diversity and race are so uh, top of mind and also when the military is trying to diversify its officer ranks, this may be a good reason to bring someone like him in. Um, you know, But it really is up to each individual senator to kind of find that unique reason for General Austin. So it looks like he's going to make the cut and going to be in. Yeah, that's that's a, a fair assessment to say. There may be a few votes against, you know, maybe Bernie Sanders, uh, a lot of the people that like to do those sort of ceremonial vote against. But it looks like Lloyd Austin will be the next defense secretary unless something crazy happens between the now and next week. Federal News Network, Scott Mossione. Thanks so much. Thank you. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. SMS text, 1118 AM. Hey, girl. Emergency, you wouldn't believe what just happened. Are you at your desk? I ripped my skirt and like half my tush is hanging out. Third floor bathroom, please help, LOL. When you send messages on SMS, someone else could be reading them. 
With end-to-end -end encryption, WhatsApp ensures that your personal messages are your personal messages. WhatsApp. Always message privately.